Hey, this episode of Pop Punk and Pizza is sponsored by Rad Pop Records artist Follow Your Bliss and their new single, Solemnly Swear, dropping this Friday, April 30th. Learn more about Follow Follow Your Bliss. Hit them up on Facebook and Instagram at Follow Your Bliss Baltimore. Pop Punk and Pizza with Jacques L'Amour. Hello and welcome to Pop Punk and Pizza. I'm, of course, Jacques L'Amour, your host. So grateful to have you here tonight, or maybe you're listening to the podcast version later on. Regardless, thank you so much for downloading, watching, listening to uh, the podcast tonight. And uh, we're kind of continuing an ongoing theme here with the podcast uh, this week. So last week, we had Luke Gaffwood of Calling All Captains. And uh, not only is he a Canadian artist, but he also has ties to uh, Native Americans and his family. And we're kind of continuing that trend with this episode. Uh, We have Drives the Common Man here tonight out of London, Ontario. Uh, His real name is Andrew. And uh, I'm just excited to find more uh, about, out more about Andrew. So uh, welcome to the show. I I don't know. Do you prefer, (laughs) do you prefer, you know, with like you going by Drives the Common Man and then your real name being Andrew, like, what do you, do you, what are your nicknames? <laughs> uh, like, Drives is one of them. Like, my friends used to call me Drives in high school, like, sometimes, because I kind of started the whole, like, Drives a Comment thing when I was in high school. But, like, um, people on, like, TikTok Live, like, I go on TikTok Live, and they'd be like, hey, Drives, like, what's up? And it just kind of, like, people just started calling me Drives. They didn't even know my name was Andrew. And I was like, I'm cool with that. You know what I mean? It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> have, have you been, like, approached by Eric from Lost Music Collective to be like, let's just call you Drives? You know, yeah, instead. I don't know. They, they don't. They call me just. They just call me Buddy whenever I call buddy. them. They say, hey, buddy. So I don't think they. I don't even think they know my name's Andrew. To be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, Eric. Eric calls me Buddy every time, which which is fine. Like I'm not saying I anything wrong. I love Eric. He's wonderful, and the fact him. that yeah, and the fact that he calls me Buddy uh, is just awesome. It, it makes That's me feel best. all yeah. It makes me feel all warm and fuzzy inside. So. Uh, shout out to, uh, to Eric, but, um, anyway, so I, I guess I'll just call you drives. Cause I mean, that just sounds yeah. so cool. So I, like I, uh, I like that a lot. So let's start, let's start at the beginning. I want to learn as much as I possibly can about you. Cool. So how does, how does your music, musical career begin? Um, I was like, I, I've always like wanted to like write music and play music. Like I've always been to, like into music when I was like a kid. Like my parents always put me on music, and then um, 
I think it was like, but like no one in my my school like made, like like liked music as much as I did or really played instruments. But then um, my buddy Nathan moved to like it was probably like eighth grade, so I was probably like thirteen. And um, my buddy Nathan he played drums. I was like, dude, let's make a let's make a pop punk band. And I, he wasn't <laughs> even into pop punk, but I, I just pushed it on him really heavily. I'm like, and then we got my friend Jack to join too. So we just kind of just made this band when we we're in eighth grade and we're still technically in the band right now. We just haven't been doing much. I've been doing my own thing, which I was a common man, but yeah, that's pretty much how it started. It was just like making a, making a little punk band when you're like 13 years old. So, so what was, um, what was big or who was big? I should say who was big in pop punk at um, the time that you started this band? Well, that's the thing is, is when we first got into it, we were listening to like, uh, like Blink and like Green Day and all the bands that were big at one point. And then like, we really got into like Bad Religion and like the Descendants and like yeah, all these old bands. We, never, we, didn't, we didn't realize that contemporary pop punk existed until we were in like 10th grade. And then we started listening to like the story so far. And like, uh, uh, I was almost gonna say real friends. I never got into real friends. My friends did, but like knuckle puck and you know, like uh, neck deep and all those bands and stuff like that. We're like, Oh wow. There's like new pop punk bands. That's pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah. That, that's funny that you just kind of like, wait, there's, there's new pop punk. New like, pop punk? like this is a thing. That's so cool. Well, and, actually, uh, one of the first band actually that I got into, my first contemporary pop punk band I listened to was actually in eighth grade. And that was the first time I was actually like, oh my God, no way. But I didn't go any farther. And then that was Transit. Oh, okay. Okay. And Transit That's, was rad. I really like Transit. Yeah, I don't I don't hear much about Transit. I don't hear anyone talk about Transit anymore. I think their really. guitarist just passed away, unfortunately, like a year ago or something like that. Yeah, I never got I never got super into transit. There's just like there's so many bands mm-hmm. and it's so hard to like follow all of them, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, yeah, so do you remember like the very first time that you heard it doesn't have to be pop punk, but like anything in the punk realm. Do you remember oh, cuz yeah. I I always feel like I remember where I was at at those moments and like what band it was and what song it was and yeah. like what what something smelled like in the yeah, room. Absolutely. Do, do you remember do you remember oh, those yeah. things? Yeah, my sister was the my oldest sister or my second oldest sister Alicia. She was kind of like a little punk kid when she was in high school or junior high or whatever it was. And so she was um I remember like being really young and seeing like uh uh, the Try Honesty music video for Billy Talent and um, and uh, Feeling This by Blink when I was like probably the early 2000s. And I was like, I was so like, no way. Like, this is so <laughs> weird. Like, this isn't Britney Spears or the Backstreet Boys. Like, this is cool. Like, they all they all dress really cool and have baggy clothes and like have like earrings and stuff. Like, that's so interesting. <laughs> the Dickies, man. The di- the I'm Dickies. wearing Dickies right now. <laughs> Are you really? Dude. I just got a new pair today. It's funny, actually. <laughs> so, <laughs> sweater. Okay, so the, he's, okay, you got a Dickie sweater on. So, <laughs> I think, I mean, you are like one of the, you know, up and coming artists in this new realm of pop punk, whatever it is that you want to call it. Um, Because I don't know if you really label yourself as pop punk because you're pop punk influenced, but you've got so many different sounds and and styles going on at once. But either way, like, I'm just wondering with your presence on TikTok and if you're like always wearing dickies, like, are we gonna see that come back? Like, are dickies gonna be a thing again in you know punk rock and pop punk? 
I've been trying to make it happen for so long. For the past two years, I haven't worn a pair of jeans in over three years because I made the jump to Dickies. And I get looks. People look at me weird, and they're like, why are your shorts all the way down to your shins, and you're wearing high white socks? I'm like, because it's, it's punk. Like, what do you mean? It's punk, man. <laughs> it's don't punk, you know who Blink know. is? Yeah, don't like, you know who Blink like, like, is? Like, <laughs> Blink capitalized on that oh, whole yeah. Dickies look, man. I remember yeah. first starting out in a band and a lot of uh, bands we would play shows with everyone had dickies the dickies shorts or the dickies pants or and uh the shoes they had were like the what the adidas shoes or something like that um i'm trying to remember what the 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 popular shoe was at that time but regardless dickies were involved bands i I really Yeah, I can't really think of another band that really like sported the Dickies. I just think of Blink. Yeah, I don't know. I, Are there any others I think that we're missing in that? I think people try them. <laughs> yeah, they probably did. Like Newfound just... Glory and stuff like. Uh oh. That's true. That's true. I guess. Yeah, I can think of of times Sorry, where I cut out on you real quick. Are you there? Yeah, I cut, I cut out real okay. quick. I might go to my living room. It's a little bit better uh, Wi-Fi. Oh, gotcha. It happens, you know, technology. You got to love it. Yeah. <laughs> got to love, love it, but you love, hate. Yeah, exactly. It's a, it's a love-hate relationship. So, so, we're, um, so going from, you know, uh-oh, are you all right? <laughs> okay, I'm good, hopefully. Wait, did you? <laughs> It sounded like you hit something. You okay? I hit a box. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very glad. All right. You heard I... me remember when I when I my closet fell apart on me when I was trying to get my sweater? <laughs> yeah, I remember that. You're just just accident prone, I guess. Goodness, as long bit, as you're yeah. okay, we can we can continue this live stream, right? We're all good. Yeah, yeah. Let's do this. Okay, cool. I can I can see you. I can hear you, and I think. I don't think you'll be cutting out anymore, hopefully. Fingers okay, crossed, cool. right? <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, okay, so we go to the start of... So what happened with this this pop-punk band that you created with your friends in in high school? Um, We, like, we were, like, we didn't start recording anything until, like probably, like, 10th grade or something like that, and then we put out this EP called Baboon, and um, that was like our kind Dude. of claim to fame in our, in our city is because all the all the old punks in our city were really into it, like uh, the guys from the Heart Attack Kids and Wasted Potential and Bad Words, like good friends of ours now. But they were like they picked us up because we were like 15 years old at the time, and that was like our first record or our first little EP that we put out that people actually like listened to, and it was like you know half like political and half like just being a teenager, and you know what I mean. Yeah. Oh no, I totally <laughs> I totally get what you mean. So then where where does where does drives the common man kick in then? Was it kind of like That was um shortly after we put out Baboon, I like started getting recording gear in my room and I just wanted to record like a an acoustic punk EP kind of thing, just a solo thing to like learn how to write songs on my own and kind of like just being being me. And then um it ended up being like a mixture of like post rock, like instrumental ambient kind of thing mixed with this acoustic punk thing. 
And so I just put out singles and, and these little EPs on my band camp. And I don't think anyone but my friend group listened to them, but it's famous in my, my, my tribe of friends. <laughs> like they really liked it, but uh, I didn't really push it too hard. It was just kind of something I did for fun. Yeah. But now it's, it's been uh, picking up steam. I know Eric was telling me um, from Lost Music Collective that you've got quite a following on TikTok. Yeah. So was, how did... Uh... Yeah, how did that begin to build for you? How has your your TikTok adventure been? Because, I mean, that's a big that's a big thing right now as far as music goes. It was funny, man. I don't know. I like. I think I was like recording. Uh, funny enough, I think I was doing like a, a demo for like a, a punk rock song for one of my bands or one of my bands or something. And I was, and then I remember having the whole setup. I was plugged into my interface and I had the mic and I was like, I can film myself and mix up the stuff and just do like a quick 30 second cover or something. And I was, I remember I was listening to that watermelon sugar song by Harry Styles. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, I'll just do do that one. And I did it. And I, this is the weirdest part about it is I, I posted it the night before and then I went to, bed and i woke up i'm doing the hand signals just so you know what i'm talking about and uh, i went to bed i woke up and then nothing had happened and then i went to sleep for another 30 minutes and then i woke up and it was blowing up and i was like what the like what the heck happened it's that watermelon sugar man it's that watermelon sugar. <laughs> even though that references something very naughty which naughty, won't... It is naughty i didn't notice <laughs> You didn't know this for the longest time. I didn't know it. I was like, oh, oh for the long, yeah, <laughs> I didn't know it either. Like I thought, because because I work I work in uh, pop radio, so we're playing that song like crazy when it comes out, right? And then I learn what the yeah. song is about, and I'm like, man, I thought this song was totally clean. Like I thought this was one of the few songs that was about something, you know, something clean. Just watermelons, man. But. <laughs> I mean, I love watermelon, but I yeah, we, watermelon. we we won't get into yeah you know, what what it's really all about. Um, but you know, we're getting some comments here. Um, I don't know if you can see these on your phone or or your computer, whatever it is that you're you're using drives. But um, I see, I see, I see. Hobby Nation here. I love listening to music every day. No joke. Kick in the face. Oh my god, that's a that's a weird one. <laughs> is this someone you know? No, I don't know them, but I have a mic. I didn't. I went to school for music and uh, or music like uh, engineering, and we did a project and we made this song called "Kick in the Face," and I forgot it's on YouTube, so it's, <laughs> it's out nice. there for everyone to see. <laughs> nice. I was gonna say I'm not familiar with that yeah. song, but um, is so. Um, how do you pronounce that person's first name? Oh I'm man, I have sure. no idea. <laughs> I have no idea either. But uh, I can't they're... even pronounce their name. I think it's Hoppy, Hopi. I don't know. Yeah, but they're saying Hoppy. They're saying they're from Hoppy or Hopi Nation. Yeah, that's like their nation. It's probably like uh, I don't even know. I think that's in the states, probably. Oh, uh, it could be. So, so um, since we're on that topic, reading this comment, what nation are you? A part of i'm i'm Mi'kmaq first nation so they were from uh east coast like cape Breton island like new brunswick everywhere pretty much there's, there's some in boston too there's like mostly east coast of canada but i think there's a lot in like boston mass would would um niagara falls be included possibly no no that's where my yeah. dad lives now but that's funny enough but uh but um no it's mostly just like nova scotia like uh okay. like there because yeah niagara's pretty close to me it's only, like three hours away from me 
Yeah, I'm I, far I just, from my people. <laughs> okay, I just bring it up because I remember when I took a trip to Niagara Falls this last fall, my brother got married there um, on the U.S. side, not the Canadian side. And, not in Buffalo? Um, no, not in Buffalo. This was actually in Niagara Falls. It was just... Oh, really, like Niagara. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was just on the U.S. side. Um, yeah. But anyway, when uh, we were having the ceremony um, by a Niagara Falls, there was a tribe nation of some kind there that was um just kind of like i don't know i don't know if you really want to call it a protest but just kind of like making known of like you know it was like they were trying to make everyone aware that was there that they're trying to almost like get what's rightfully theirs back and i was trying to and i was trying to figure out what what uh what nation or, or tribe that was that was originally there and i and the the name escapes me now and honestly i probably wouldn't have been able to pronounce it correctly anyway <laughs> um just because i'm it's, not sure it could have been any a number of them there's so many around just this area in particular to where i'm at there's just so many which is cool but uh yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't really pinpoint who it would be i mean i'm just so fascinated by it just because you know i come from the whole european background uh french canadian background and and hearing from like someone who's like whose family's been here for you know years hundreds if not thousands of years and then having that passed down like that has to be like the coolest thing ever in my opinion i mean what was your experience what was your experience growing up in in that culture it was pretty it was like it was different because I, I grew up in a lot of like like mostly like white white people well not actually necessarily like the schools i went to were very very like a lot of white people um like immigrants here and there but the areas i lived in were very like very like immigrants like a lot of like um people who just came to canada so like i wasn't really around a lot of native people growing up um only recently the past like five six years have been like going home seeing my family and um in high school i met a lot of native people and and just the things that i do now i'm 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 meeting people in the states like native people in the states maybe people from everywhere in canada and stuff like that so yeah like it's 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 cool to like have that because you know what i mean like it's the fact that we're still here and the fact that we're still doing what we're doing and putting on for our people shows that we're like a very, very strong people given what we've been through and what our parents have gone through, let alone just the generations behind them. You know what I mean? So it's like, we're kind of holding the torch and it's cool to, to be recognized for that too. You know what I mean? Speaking of, uh, (laughs) speaking of heritage, uh, (laughs) little Andy Stevens. Oh my God. My dad is so annoying, man. says uh make sure you tell the listeners that uh, you have my good looks son god that's funny (laughs) that's great so yeah so you have everybody (laughs) so so you have the same name as your dad because you're the third right the third so my grandfather is andrew joseph stevens my dad's andrew joseph stevens jr and i'm andrew joseph stevens the third i was at the airport not that long ago and they were like tripping out over there 
you're the third? I'm like, yeah. Like, is that like my grandfather has the same name? You know, they're not. They're weird about it, but it's like it is what it is. <laughs> I don't know. I think I would be tripping more if you were like the sixteenth. Like, you know, that would be like, yeah, Whoa. yeah, exactly. Like, like this has been going calm. on for for sixteen generations. There's this Andy <laughs> Stevens guy. They're getting like, lazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's so funny. So what do you remember? What, what was one of the first things you remember growing up and learning about the tribe that your family comes from? Like, what did your dad teach you? Or, or I don't know if you met any of your grandparents um, while they were alive, or maybe they're still alive. I'm, yeah. I'm not sure. No, I've got like no but... grandparents left, really. <laughs> yeah. But uh, you no, know, the, the coolest thing about me is like there's a lot of a lot of people, the native people in Canada, especially where the language isn't very um, prominent. Like, it's a lot of the older, the elders and the older people uh, generations that are speaking the language. It's not a lot of young people and not a lot of generations above me like my parents but my dad like Mi'kmaq people are really fluent in in, in uh, our language and the area the reservation that my family comes from is the most fluent of all uh the Mi'kmaq nations so like growing up my like there were words that my dad would say to me that I thought were just English or I thought that was like I only knew that version of but it kind of upsets me a little bit because if he had if he had kept going with that because like my parents split up at one point my dad moved to Ontario but they kept doing that to me I probably would have known my language by now but right now I'm just I'm learning as I go and I'm learning from my dad my dad teaches me a lot uh learning a lot from the internet which is a cool thing and learning from my like cousins and you know my aunties my uncles and it's really cool to to be able to like restart that like uh, a little bit older you know what I mean so how does um how does someone or how do you like in continue to carry the torch into the the next generation um for me like what's really important to me is 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 talking to the younger kids and the younger generation and kind of like i'm not that traditional i didn't grow up very traditional but there's certain things that i've been learning and i've been adding to my life like even just being sober and and like um stepping away from that type of life uh, was one of the big things for me and holding the torch kind of my dad was like a really big uh um he did a lot in london and pretty much everywhere um for uh like um what is the word I'm like for like not protesting but he did well he did a lot of protesting and he did a lot of uh social work in the city and did a lot of things for a lot of people uh, native people white people everybody so i think for myself, I want to be able to to help kids and and tell kids that it's 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 cool to live a life, you know, a sober life, and not have to you know do drugs to be able to express your feelings. And there's ways that are that are be, that are better than that that you can use to express yourself, like music, sports, and art, and all these other things. You know what I mean? Like, but in but in the media and everything that's happening at the world, not to sound so like Karen-y, but it's like the media is kind of just like pushing everyone towards that, like oh, like go out to the bars every weekend, you know, and that's fine. Like go do go and do that. But a lot of people don't know how to handle that. You know what I mean? It's, it's a hard, especially when you're like predisposed to, to mental health issues, like a lot of native people in our communities off res on in the city, like uh, in, in the reserves, like um, we're predisposed to a lot of mental health issues because of what's happened to us over however many generations, you know what I mean? So it's like, it's good to educate them and, and, and show kids that there's a better way. You know what I mean? Yeah, I would imagine there has to be like huge trust issues with a lot of between <clears throat> between the tribes and the government and all that, right? 
I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know the the Canadian yeah. history, but like here in the U.S., I'm sure you know things didn't go over so well. Um, I mean, even when it came to okay, here's your you know reservations that you get to have. Even like after that, it was still like you know they're still like fighting for their rights, and they probably yeah. are still to this day. So oh, to this day, yeah, it's just. It's a hard thing to do. You got to be able to, I hear there's a lot of talk about this, the red road. And then there's the, like the white road. You got to navigate, navigate how you're going to walk through this world uh, with like looking at it from your indigenous perspective and looking at it from the white perspective. Cause there's no way you can live just looking through um, the indigenous perspective. Cause you want to change and you want to be able to make a world for your kids to be able to grow into and be able to hold on to their roots while still being able to function in society also bringing that back to the indigenous roots you need to be able to have a balance of both you know what i mean so it's a lot of there's a lot of work to be done but i'm hopeful because like i said like a lot of younger people my generation are if they haven't had their roots uh embedded in them they're they're starting to pick it up now whether it's their language their their culture their ceremony you know what i mean so it's like we're picking it up and i have a lot of i have a lot of um hope for the future so have you been incorporating uh your tr- some of your heritage into your music and if so like how do you how do you do that i mean i know like the way you dress in like your promo pictures and things like that you obviously can see that you have um you have that heritage you have the the native yeah. the native heritage um but beyond the like the look that you have how do you inject that into your music um, but the, the one thing I always talked about too is because we were kind of, I mean, my, my sister's an artist too. She does a lot of bead work and does a lot of other cool, like indigenous style kind of arts. And we both had these conversations of like, well, like, what if our stuff isn't like native enough? We want to like push out this, like, we're not, not like kind of brag about it, but we want to be like putting on for our people. And, but we realized that no matter what we do, whether it has like a flute, or uh, uh, chanting style thing like whatever we put out is going to be indigenous art no matter what because we're indigenous people putting out this art but when it comes to that like at the end of the day i still put the flute like the indigenous uh, style flute in like a lot of my covers and um i sample um i sampled a couple times uh this this woman named fawn wood who's who's a really really great uh singer i put her in some of my things too and um uh, in, in the logged off song that, uh, that, you know, now is, uh, there's a part in the song in the breakdown where I sampled, uh, a, a, a drum group that actually comes from, uh, my nation. So it was cool to have That's that so be cool. put into it as well. Thank yeah. I was you, wondering, I was wondering about that. I'm like, this sounds like it could be from maybe his tribe, but I didn't want to just like assume like, Oh, I know. it's like, I <laughs> know right. he's got, <laughs> you're right. I didn't want to be like, Oh, I know he's got native blood, so that's probably where it's from. You know, I did just didn't want to, you know, I just didn't want to assume that. So, um, yeah, yeah. but uh, that's that's really cool to know. And I thought I thought that was a nice that was a nice uh, touch on it. it. It like you said, it's not. It, it's kind of like in the middle. It's not too much. It's not yeah. too little. Yeah. It's like, yeah. hey, this is where I'm from, but I'm also moving forward, kind of thing. And that yeah. logged off song, man. It's so good. I can't wait for like <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> everybody. Like, I want to just start singing it right now, but then like I'm gonna, I'm almost gonna leak out the melody, you know. And I, <clears throat> I don't want to do that to you, and I don't want to do that to uh, Lost Music Collective either. So, um, let's see. We have we have so we're getting so many comments. Oh, uh, here we go. 
Shout out to a few too many. They said, uh, who are these handsome fellas? <laughs> Love a few too many. Those are great guys. They've been on the podcast. And, of course, they're label mates of yours. Uh, they're on Lost Music Collective yeah, as yeah. well. The homies. Um, yeah. Lost homies. homies. <laughs> the lost homies. Um, <laughs> and then we have, uh, this is Michelle, uh, says, hello from Nova Scotia. Wondering where in Nova Scotia you are from. You are amazing. I listen to your music often. Um, My family comes just... from uh, Eskazoni, uh, Nova Scotia, on Cape Breton Island. So, what 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 was the drive out of, to to come from Nova Scotia? Because there was a a bunch of native people moved out of Nova Scotia, right? Was that from the oh, Europeans, man. or was? Uh... I know I'm really like <laughs> I'm just curious. Not like I love. Thing. I don't know. I'm not, I don't know my fully my history on that, but uh, yeah, I'm not even 100 percent sure. I think we're mostly. Because I know Eskazoni, where we came from, was never a, like a place that we were at generations ago. That was a place that we went to during the summer, and that, okay. or that's where like kind of we, we moved to during the summer to hunt and fish and do our thing. But we were never supposed to be there in the winter, so we had to do a lot. I think our people had to do a lot to to make sure we can live there in the winter. Oh, but okay. uh, yeah, that's 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 what I know. Yeah, that's uh, that's interesting, um, and. Uh, Oh, phrase, phrase he says uh need to need to get out to arizona man <laughs> i do i do i do i got a big following there <laughs> and my homie that's phrase awesome. there too. he's a great that's... guy man i i appreciate phrase a lot he's a great uh rapper he has unreal songs he's a great battle rapper too if anyone's into that kind of thing but uh yeah he's a real real cool dude that's awesome uh then we have tanis mari or mari uh, says I've toured across Canada and spent two days in indecisionist schools. Lots of issues, he said. But artists like drives, and adding a little indecisionist art is a huge stepping stone for the youth. He says drives inspires me. Uh, be my friend. <laughs> or he I says, be you. my friend. <laughs> I appreciate that. That actually means the world to me. I have no idea. That's awesome. Um, Sam. Um, I don't even know how to pronounce your last name, Sam. I apologize. But yeah, no, well, she's yeah. asking, have you heard the cover of a young lady did of the Beatles Blackbird? And Yeah, that's my cousin. That's my first cousin. Oh no wow. That's crazy. Yeah, Emma, shout out Emma Stevens. <laughs> what a small world. I know. I get that a lot actually too. It's interesting because like I saw the beginning of that question. I was like, oh, I'm uh-huh. so excited to flex that that's my first cousin. <laughs> <laughs> that's so cool. Yeah. Um then Jack. Jack Williams said, what is a genre of music that people will be surprised you like listening to? Oh, man. I don't know. That is I a mean, good question. I mean, when people hear my new music, they're not going to be surprised. But I'm really, really into uh, like uh, dance hall and soca and the uh, kind of Caribbean Caribbean music. That's like that's like where my new music's kind of pushing towards is that kind of that kind of rhythm. But mixed with obviously like more of like me singing in a like a Canadian accent. Like, I don't know, but it's different, <laughs> but I like the, the music is, is similar, but lyrical content. That's my best friend, by the way, Jack Williams. He's plays bass oh. in my band. <laughs> awesome. Well, it's so cool that uh, you've got all these friends and family that are watching. This is yeah. awesome. Um, and of course, Ross Gilroy um, from home truths says, Hey guys, big love night vision has been one of my favorite tracks this year. 
Me and, too. Thank uh, you. I'm just kidding. Yeah. No, <laughs> of course, it, it's my favorite song. It's by me, you know? No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, it is a great song. Um, and uh, of course, Josh Frederick is uh, saying what's up. Josh. Yeah, Josh is a good guy as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just want to remind everyone real quick um, that uh, our sponsor tonight, Rad Pop Records, their artist, Follow Your Bliss. They've got this brand new single coming out this Friday. It's called Solemnly Swear, and it's, it's pure pop punk. It's awesome. We played a clip of it at the beginning of uh, this podcast, and we're actually going to play the song in full at the end of this episode before it's even released this Friday. So you get kind of like a, a sneak peek preview of this song. So if uh, yeah. you want to... Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> if you want to learn more about Follow Your Bliss, you can follow them on Facebook and Instagram at Follow Your Bliss Baltimore. And if you want to learn more about Rad Pop Records, just go to radpoprecords.com. And uh, shout out to Rachel and uh, the rest of the crew there at Rad Pop Records for uh, for being so cool and uh, supportive of the podcast. Really, really appreciate those guys. So. Um, but drives, let's see, uh, we're getting, here's another, we're getting so many comments. I love, love, uh, the interaction here. Uh, cool. (laughs) Wendy. Yeah. Rankin cover. Yeah. That was Uh, a Rankin family was like one of the first, uh, first things I was introduced to musically when I was younger. My parents were both, they're from the East coast too. So my dad and my mom really put me onto them. And then there's the main singer, Jimmy. He actually reached out to me. We've been talking for the past couple months and he's a really nice guy and it was such a starstruck moment you know what i mean i was like this is the guy who, like one of my favorite singer songwriters of all time it's cool that's really cool man yeah like meeting someone that you <clears throat> like obsessed over as a child and then meeting them like when you're a teenager or like a young adult it's just yeah. like so freaking cool I think I would um, pass out if I ever met Tom DeLonge from like Blink. <laughs> I would literally probably pass out. I, I couldn't imagine being able to handle something like that. <laughs> I, yeah, honestly, I would have a hard time meeting anyone from Blink or anyone from yeah. Green Day. Like, I would, <laughs> I would freeze up. Yeah, I'd, be, I, I wouldn't know like what to say or what to ask. Like, what do you hey, say? You totally in those... changed my life. Uh, is that weird to say? <laughs> yeah, like, uh, is this awkward now? You know, yeah. um, but. Uh, so bringing up Tom DeLonge, are you a fan of Angels and Airwaves? Are you into that? Or there's a few that... songs I like by them. Like there's a few uh-huh. songs that are that are the do for me. But I couldn't tell you like this record by Angels and Airwaves is the best record. Ever. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like I would say that to his face too. I'd be like, you're so you have some good songs in Angels and Airwaves, but your blank songs are killer. But even like Boxcar Racer, like that album he did was like flawless from front to front to back. Yeah, but um, yeah, Angels and Airwaves is okay. Their new stuff is crazy good, though. I actually like Rebel Girl and Kiss and Tell. Like, if their yes. li- new songs are like that, I'll be into it. I was gonna say I do like those songs as well. Those were great. Yeah. Uh, let's see, Brianna Gugu, Brennan, <laughs> or Brenda. Oops, sorry, uh, Brennan. I'm sorry, so sorry. Uh, Brennan said, "What are your favorite up and coming artists?" Who are my favorite up and coming artists? Oh my days! I know I'm gonna say a bunch and then forget like a bunch. Uh, <laughs> I know that's I, how it always goes, right? Like yeah. you can think of a bunch when you're not asked on the spot, but then when you are, you're like, uh, 
Yeah. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to say um, Destroy Kasman. That's my boy. I think he's from Arizona, too. He's a super nice guy. Nice nice dude. He has really good rap music. Uh, really cool guy. Any of the rappers from the East Coast, like Ethan Way uh, put out a record. I had the 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 honor of being featured on. Um, nice. Frig, who else? Fawn Wood. But she's not up and coming. She's been owning the game in, in indigenous singing for, for a while now. So I shouldn't, couldn't say she's up and coming. Mm-hmm. Um, Frig, I don't know. My friend Samaya Smith is coming out with a single. She's a really great indigenous singer as well. Um, she's awesome. Uh, ben, we were, we were going to come out with tracks years ago, but it never happened. So I'm happy to see that she's coming out with something now. Um, and, and you never know something might come up in the future with you. Oh, you for sure. Can, yeah, you know. I absolutely. She's a super dear yeah. friend of mine. So I yeah. definitely get that going. Um, up and coming. Jeez. I don't even know. <laughs> I couldn't tell you that. Well, that that's that's my mean, list from now. <laughs> you're probably supposed to say all lost music collective. Artists. All lost music collective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one. That's the one. <laughs> I was stuck in my like native. I was like female native artist, okay, native artist, native, native artist. But yeah, pretty much yeah. everyone from Lost, they're rad. That whole the whole list of uh, of people we got are cool. It's an honor to be a part of that group, to be honest with you. And yeah, was, uh, yeah. who else? Who else? I was gonna say one. Uh, I forgot it, but whatever. <laughs> well, you'll probably think of them as uh, as we're going on here. Yeah. So, um, let's see. This must have been a comment from earlier. It says I fell in love with. Indian, Indian car? car. Oh my god! I did a. That's like this very famous. I don't know if you ever heard it. It's like a very, very famous uh, native song. It's like a rock and roll song, and it's called Indian Car. And I did a cover of it, and it just blew up all over Facebook and TikTok. And now, anytime I do anything on the internet, there's always a bunch of people who are like, "Do Indian, Indian Car, Indian Car." And it I, sounds I like I learned the first thirty seconds of it. It's like I can't really do that for you. <laughs> well, you just you just take those thirty seconds and you loop it. You drag just, it, just drag uh, it, yeah. Over and over, just play those thirty <laughs> seconds for like two minutes or whatever, and you're good. Absolutely. You know, <laughs> yeah. Um, here's a question from a few too many. Uh, if you could play any venue anywhere in the world, which venue would you pick? Oh man, that's probably um, a tough call. Because I mean, how have you done any touring yet? No, not really tour. I did like little runs with my band here and there, but nothing like crazy. We're just in like mm-hmm. Quebec, Ontario kind of areas, but sure. I don't even know. Maybe like is CBGB still a thing? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not, but that's a I mean, he didn't say like it had, it had to be to, around. Right, yeah. it had to be around, but that's a dude, that would be one on my list for for sure. Yeah, drive CBGB's. Yeah, and uh also Gilman Street. Gilman and, Street, true. Yeah. That's to me, yeah. those are like two that like you have to do, or at least for me. But yeah, CBGB's is no longer. I think Gilman Street is still going, but yeah. you know, with the pandemic and everything, I'm not sure. Like, you how things, <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure how things are looking for them, but hopefully it, it's still good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Brennan uh says, do the do the uh live no. 30 seconds. <laughs> Seconds if of Indian anyone car. Asking, I would do it. This is running. I'm not going to do it. Uh, um, okay, so Jack Williams, he says, any good stories from live shows when they were still a thing? Oh, man. Um, 
I always had to be the first person to crowd surf at any punk show in London. I'm going to say that. <laughs> I hope anyone in London right now. Actually, I didn't go to that many. I went to shows, but to the, the ones, the big ones, I was always the first uh-huh. one to crowd surf. I dare someone to, to to challenge me on that. But that was always fun. I miss crowd surfing. So I, I feel like you should be the first one to come up with like an actual like competition of crowd surfing <laughs> you know down. what i mean like let's let's make this an official sport yeah like, let's go and it really should be like yeah it hurts it hurts <laughs> it hurts man i have and, a bad back and when pup played in london i was the first person to crowd surf and immediately they they caught me and then i don't know if these people had never been to a punk show before and they didn't understand how to to lightly let someone down and they just all let me go and i went back first into the ground and i was like <gasps> See, so so if we were making this a professional sport, what would would you require wearing a helmet, or would that nah, be? No, that's not punk at all. Okay, so that wouldn't be part. I'm just asking, like you know, like <laughs> just trying to figure out like what the rules would be for professional. What are we gonna call this? Professional punk crowd punk surfing, diving. punk diving, <laughs> punk diving. Yeah, it should um, be it should be ranked as the as they do the actual diving, like. Like, I don't know, like how many twists you did or how many, like, did you land, like, in a perfect form? You know what I mean? Yeah, kind of like skate, like skateboarding tricks. Yeah. Like, kind of like that. Yeah, yeah that would yeah. be cool. I would totally be, uh, we see, we could totally make this a sport. I'm down. <laughs> um, oh, shout out to Rachel from Rad Pop Records. Um, our friends at the After Hours Review, uh, they've actually premiered Follow Your Bliss, uh, Solemnly Swear, right now so uh you know you can go follow the uh after hours review after you're done watching and listening to this and uh you can go check out the song there or listen to the song at the end of this episode just a quick reminder there and and uh thank you rachel for all that you do um and uh she says, love learning new artists from you, including Drives the Common Man. So That's me. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, let's see. Ross Gilroy, any plans to collab with any of the bands on Lost? I need to start flexing my pop punk ch- uh, chops at them. I feel like they don't they don't know it. Unless they listen to my band, but uh, I need to I need to really flex my uh my my chip chipmunk pop punk whiny emo voice. <laughs> well, I mean, just listening to the three songs that Eric from Lost Music Collective sent me, yeah. I can hear the the, the okay punk, good. I can hear the punk influence. It's I get there. I get that a lot, and I'm yeah I'm happy to hear it. Oh yeah, you can you can hear the the Blink influence and and all that in your song, even though it's not like oh this is a pop punk song. Like yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's there, and I think. I think that that's another reason why Eric and Vinny from Lost were like, we got to get this guy. Like, he's so amazing. And, like, he's got, like, this um, this pop-punk-driven um, aura about him, even though he's not your run-of-the-mill pop-punk pop artist. Person, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like, we got to get this guy, you know? I like and, pizza. I like my friends. I love my hometown or hate see? my hometown. Which one is it? <laughs> uh, it's hate. Uh, okay. You, I love my You hometown, hate your hometown, no, but you love, love your them. friends. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yes, that's, yeah. Let's get this right. Um, okay. So phrase is saying, uh, I'm assuming he's talking about the crowd surfing thing. We would bring surfboard, a surfboard. Surfboard. <laughs> see, See, now we're talking. Now it's really cooking. 
But that's but that's got to be the SoCal punks. The SoCal punks have to bring in the surfboards. We can't do that up here because we don't surf. So <laughs> snowboard, snowboards. That'd be pretty punk. <laughs> yes, that would be that would be the Canadian version of yeah, the yeah. professional punk rock uh, body surfing, or like a toboggan or something. Tobo- oh, that'd be even better. A toboggan. Oh my gosh, that would be great. I remember watching Less Than Jake, and I think it was at Warp Tour. Yeah. Um, they had one of those inflatable like canoes or boats or whatever, and they put their uh their mascot guy, they blew up this boat, they put him in the boat, and then crowd surfed all around that's you know. so rad <laughs> yeah so i feel like less than jake has already kind of like opened the door for us on yeah, this whole Joe like Vinny. yeah right there you go um <laughs> and actually yeah this was when Vinny was still playing in the band so he can probably yeah. attest to that because i want to say this was in like 2016 when i saw them and uh Vinny oh, was man. still drumming for the band so yeah um so yeah so 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 Vinny could probably get behind us on this oh yeah 100 you know, um he's the godfather of our, our sport <laughs> he really is yeah if you think about <laughs> it for sure um let's see i'm trying to I, i'm trying to get as many like questions um all right so yeah we did obviously that's how the the body surfing thing came into play <laughs> uh jacks Oh, that's an even better idea. A few too many says crowd surf on a giant inflatable pizza slice. That is just very pop punk. It's just too pop punk. <laughs> is it too pop punk? I don't it's know. It's a little too pop punk. <laughs> when you said it, I imagine the exact person. They have shorts that go up to their thighs. They're wearing a real French shirt and they have a backwards hat. And you know, that's it. it, 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 it <laughs> it's honestly really good. I like the idea. But we got to, uh, I don't know. It might be too pop up. <laughs> yeah. All right. Here's a good one. Uh, while we're on the pizza subject, Jack Williams. What he is already the knows best... the answer. <laughs> but, but I don't. And you don't know the other answer. People... The answer is Master's Choice Pizza in Westmount, London. Okay. So that's yeah. the best pizza place in London, Ontario. So Absolutely. What, what do you get? What do you get from there? Yo, this is I. I'm about to I'm about to chat to you real quick about Master right, Chef. A, tr- a right. truth a truth bomb, right? You <laughs> yeah, lay out the I'm truth bomb here. Truth on you. All so right. basically, they're this place in Westmount is the neighborhood that we all grew up in, or most of my friends grew up in. So there's like this little okay. pizza spot. They're very cool people, very nice people, and they all they just have the best pizza. And they also used to have like these donuts that they basically just make out of the dough of the pizza and put them in little pieces, deep fry them, put sugar frosting on them and then like a nest quick thing it was like real ghetto but it was so good like it was a ghetto <laughs> delicacy wait Nest? And, uh, did you say it was it was nest quick or it was a powder like no nesquik. it was powdered sugar sorry and then nest quick okay. on top of it and it was like two bucks and i swear they charge people that weren't regulars more but i don't even think it's on the menu anymore but when me and my friends walk in we say we want donuts they know exactly what we're talking about you know what i mean that sounds really good like I it's so totally, good it's i would so totally good. yeah i would totally get down to that for sure yeah. Yeah, it's like, unreal. Like, let's go right now. Like, let's gonna, go. Come on over to Canada. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna get get in my car, or I'm gonna hop on a plane right now, and uh, and somehow I'm gonna sneak past the border without a passport because yeah. I still yeah. don't have one. And uh, we're gonna make this happen. Um, Rachel says, uh, "Set it off." Crowd surfed on air mattresses. That's a good medium. So. 
You know? I like that. Which which reminds me, um, I my where I my where my house is located. I'm down the street from a big hill that people go sledding on during the winter, right? Yeah. And no joke, I saw at least a few people one day after a big snowfall bring air mattresses. Sick. <laughs> they're, I they're, like that. <laughs> they're walking down the street with their air mattresses walking by my house. And I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> I love that, man. There's so many things you can do just to have fun. And just that's one of them, man. Right? Yeah. <laughs> do it yourself. Sure. DIY ethic. Yeah. Um, Phrase says you're definitely going to need to sanitize after a crowd surfing. Oh, my God. I know. I've been thinking about that this whole time. I've been talking about surfing. I'm like, ew, imagine touching a big group of people right now. Uh. I was going to say, like, everyone's going to have PTSD. Yeah, man. And it, and it doesn't matter if you're vaccinated or not. Like, you are going to be, like, paranoid. Oh, yeah. Excuse me, as all hell. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, standing so close to someone. You're going to be like, yeah. uh, should I be standing this close to you? Like, Mosh uh, pits are going to be real awkward after this. <laughs> they're going to be like, uh. Uh, And then they just get someone to pull out the hand sanitizer right after, and they just, like, start pushing again. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> or or everyone's going to be wearing, like, the, the latex gloves yes, or whatever, oh right? Uh, Brutal. People have those uh, those face shields. You know, yeah. with a, a that could actually really hurt somebody. Oh, yeah. <laughs> especially um, in one of those like hardcore like slam dance pits. Right. Yeah. Mm. Oh, for sure. For sure. Um. So I know you. B- before we went on, uh, you were talking about how uh, it it sounds like new music is coming in May or June. June. Lost music. Juneish with Lost Music Collective, and so some of the songs that uh we we talked about earlier and um some of the songs that i've had a chance to listen to are unreleased and i'm assuming some of those are gonna be on this because i know from your instagram story you're working on an ep yeah so are uh are are some of these unreleased songs that were sent to me were some of those going to be on there I'm assuming, like, I don't really know how it works. I need to talk about it, but, like, I know for sure that, like, I have seven songs that are, like, need to be finished. Or, no, no, like, all the songs that this, that you know of, they've been, they're all done. But then there's okay. a few others that I'm working on right now that I need to finish that I'm like, that could potentially, with all those singles, just be an EP. And I would like to do that because, like, it's just, you know, a debut kind of thing. It's fun to put out singles, but it's always cool putting on a body of work that people can actually like invest time in and be like, Oh, I'm going to listen to the whole new, like drives a common EP. And they're going to be like more stoked about it because they've heard the couple singles that are already in it, that they're going to be like, Oh, what are the other ones? It's like more like a yeah. B-side kind of thing. B-side to the singles. <laughs> well, what was cool when I was uh, listening to the three songs uh, that were sent to me, um, night vision and logged off are, are similar I feel like um, they're still they're still very different, but yeah. Um, once because uh, I was driving in my car when I was first listening to these, so when it went yeah. from logged off to the song Annie, I yeah. thought it was a different artist. <laughs> I know that's a, yeah. I, I was like I was like oh is this still drives the common man? And I'm like oh it <laughs> is like oh I was like okay this is cool like you I know, wrote it I, as a joke. <laughs> you wrote it as a joke. It was a joke song at first because I used to. I don't know. I just hate, I never liked surf rock or the surf punk kind of thing. I just okay. got into it after that song after, which is funny enough. But I remember uh, I had a friend that was really into it at the time. And I like, 
I was like, I wanted like, I can write a surf rock song so easy because they all sound the same. They're all easy. They're all corny. So I wrote this, like this, (laughs) this song and I only made it up to the chorus. And then I put, I think I put it on my Instagram one time and everyone's like, this is such a good song. Like, this is awesome. I'm like, (laughs) well, I guess I have to finish it now. So I finished it. Now I really like it. And now I really like a lot of bands that do that similar sound. I didn't like them at first, but now I can appreciate it after like creating a, a surf song on my own kind of yeah that's that's uh that's so funny because um like i didn't really make that connection when i was listening to the song but now like realizing that the song is called annie and like a lot of like surf rock yeah. songs yeah <laughs> are like right they're like named after and it's got a girl's name in it or something yeah. like that you know so yeah. God, that's funny. That's great. Yeah. It's funny because the demo on my Google Drive is literally called it because it called it got called Annie Way Later, but the uh-huh. original demo of the song is called Stupid Surf Song. <laughs> Dude, demo demo names for for songs are like the best ever. Literally the best. Oh my god. They're, the names are so good. And yeah. then you almost feel like you should keep them because like then you yeah. end up changing them to like something that's like more serious and just kind of boring. Yeah. You know? And um, I think yeah. Locked Off's demo was like catchy pop song. <laughs> I think that's what it was called. <laughs> See, you should have just kept it catchy pop song. Catchy there pop song. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 all we need to know. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Well, um, we're uh, we're getting close to time. So, I mean we're 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 getting excited for new music you know getting several comments now saying they're super stoked for new music um and we're uh we're anxiously awaiting for june of course yeah um but in the meantime uh what do you got cooking on like tiktok for example i put out like a couple covers like last week like i just like i've i've been gone for a while like about a month so i like came back home and I like busted out like three new covers. And then I don't really, I have like a note in my phone of like ideas that come to me when I'm just like walking around or something like that. So I'll probably cook up another one of them sometime soon, but I have no like big ideas. Like, cause usually like I have like one like solid TikTok idea and the others are just like, I'll just cover this song and it'll be that, you know what I mean? So nothing, okay. nothing too, too crazy. Cool. I wasn't sure if you had like a regular like schedule or, you no. know, I'm bad with that. (laughs) (laughs) But apparently you're good at it though. At the same time, like I uh, I was good. I was good. And it's funny. That's like last October and September were really good months for the TikTok Cause I put out a couple of videos that did really, really well. And then it fell off. And then like two months ago or three months ago, I put out another cover that did really well. And then it kind of helps me for a bit. And then it, goes quiet for a bit so i i don't know maybe if if the algorithm is is uh, consistent it'll probably be the next couple videos i'll i'll do that are going to be pretty good <laughs> yeah oh well either way it'll be great like it seems like everything you do everything i've heard so far is just awesome so no, i appreciate that man and obviously everyone loves your covers like you know uh, yeah. indian car <laughs> indian car do indian car <laughs> it's like it's like your free bird kind of thing you yes, know like you just it is. <laughs> Or Wonderwall. Or Wonderwall, (laughs) yes, Wonderwall. Oh, my gosh. Um, So, yeah, give us where people can follow you at, like your your TikTok and your Facebook and Instagram and all that stuff. Yeah. 
Um, so basically, if you look up Drives the Common Man on practically anything, you'll probably find me. My Instagram's just drives underscore the underscore common underscore man, I think. Yeah. And then TikTok's Drives the Common Man, all one word. Facebook, you just find me as Drives the Common Man. <laughs> it's all Drives the Common Man. I'm really not trying to throw any curveballs at anyone. <laughs> Awesome. And, and Spotify too is just drives the common. Right. Yeah, I was gonna say same thing for uh <clears throat> excuse me, for streaming services. So yeah. uh, anything else before we uh wrap up? Oh, I just want to say I appreciate you having me out. It was a fun conversation. It's uh it's cool to be here, talk to you a bit more and uh and uh tell the people a little, a little bit what's going on. Yeah, man. No, thanks for being on. Like I, I could have asked like a million more questions about like <laughs> I like, I'm just fascinated with people's heritage and, and history yeah. and things like that. So, yeah, you know, well, I, I, um, yeah, of course. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for willing, uh, being willing to be on the show and, and, uh, really looking forward to, uh, to June when, uh, we got some new music coming out. So. Absolutely. Cool. All right. Well, uh, take care drives and, uh, hope to see you soon. All right. Later brother. All right. Thank you. Okay, so thank you once again to uh, Drives the Common Man for being on Pop Punk and uh, Pizza today. Uh, he uh, just got signed to Lost Music Collective, and uh, we're anxiously awaiting for new music from him. And I uh, want to thank our sponsor once again tonight, which is uh, Rad Pop Records. And uh, their artist, Follow Your Bliss, they're releasing a brand new single this coming Friday, April 30th, called Solemnly Swear, and that'll be dropping on all streaming platforms. And uh, if you want to learn more about Follow follow Your Bliss, excuse me, uh, hit them up on Facebook and Instagram at Follow Your Bliss Baltimore, and uh, you can also find them at... um, on Twitter as well, but their Twitter handle escapes me at the moment. And obviously there's radpoprecords.com, but right now we are going to uh, play Solemnly Swear in full before it's even released this Friday. So let's give it a listen by Follow Your Bliss. I solemnly swear that I'm up to no good.
Solemnly Swear, which is a brand new single from Follow Your Bliss. That's an early listen because it actually doesn't come out until this Friday, April 30th, via Rad Pop Records, who is our sponsor for this episode of Pop Punk and Pizza. And uh, so grateful to have them as a sponsor. So if uh, you want to learn more about Follow Your Bliss, go to uh, Facebook and Instagram at Follow Your Bliss Baltimore. And you can also follow them on Twitter, uh, which Rachel reminded me. Thank you for that. Um, it's FYB underscore Baltimore on Twitter. And, of course, to find out more about Rad Pop Records, go to radpoprecords.com. And I, I'm pretty sure you can pre-save uh, the Solemnly Swear single by Follow Your Bliss right now. It'll hit all streaming platforms this Friday. April 30th. And if your band, business, or event would like to sponsor an episode of the podcast, just go to poppunkpizzapod.com to find out all the details. And uh, you can contact me for more information on that. I'm Jacques Lamore. Thank you so much for being here tonight and uh, or listening to this episode later on. And I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Drives the Common Man. Please show him some love and support. Please uh, subscribe or follow the podcast uh, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever it is you get your podcasts. You can also Catch up on previous episodes at poppunkpizzapod.com. We also have merch there. You can submit your band's music there. Sign up for our mailing list. All that fun stuff at poppunkpizzapod.com. Or uh, if uh, you're in a band or you're a publicist representing an artist, maybe you're a manager, whatever it is, you can always shoot me an email 
at bangerangradio at gmail.com. And follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Pop Punk Pizza Pod. Now, uh, coming up, let's see. I forgot, <laughs> I forgot to uh, pull up our live stream schedule. Oh, yeah. Uh, so our next live stream and our next podcast episode is going to be next Wednesday, of course, 7 p.m. Central Time, live on Facebook, um, YouTube, and Twitch. And that will be uh, May 5th, Cinco de Mayo. So maybe we should be having like taco pizza or something like that, right? Um, But it's going to be our monthly 10 songs episodes, our episode. So I will be playing uh, 10 songs that I think you should check out for the month of May. And I'm uh, really looking forward to doing that with you. It's it's one of my favorite um, types of episodes to do for Pop Punk and Pizza Podcast. So have a great rest of the night. Have a great week. And I'll talk to you next Wednesday here on our Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Have a, uh, have a great night. <laughs>